You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Happy Halloween! Hey. Happy Homecoming Week! You guys are so oh, lame. Yeah, Not, oh, where, oh, Joe, where are you going? I uh, think this might be more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be a little more appropriate. Not true. Yeah. Not true. We all know I'm an angel. That's a good one. Oh, you're an angel. Um, yay. It's homecoming on the mountain. Back home for the next three straight. The Flames have an opportunity to um, secure that host home field advantage go, for baby. the CUSA Let's championship go, game. However, do not sleep on this opponent coming to the mountain, La Tech. They're three and six on the season, two and three in conference play, but their games have been very, very close. And, you know, do you mean give you a little give, us a give me a little breakdown. Let me give you a little breakdown. Oh, wait, just action. a little teaser here. Yeah, please let Before the people we know. get started, oh, Richie McKay is the on the show. So be sure to stick around for We're that. We're talking hoops, baby. We're talking We're hoops. We're talking hoops. Yeah. Can't believe it. Uh, basketball is starting on Monday night right here at Liberty um, Liberty Arena. So that's crazy that it's already basketball yeah. season. It's um, also tournament time for a lot of fall sports, so we'll dive into that a little bit. But first, Matt Warner with the breakdown. Why does it, Liberty Arena doesn't have an official name to it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't? There have been I mean, some nicknames kicked around. None of them were great. Yeah, uh, nothing stuck. They, I imagine at some point naming what? rights will probably I be want sold. it to be called the Warner Arena. Well, that's, that's got I a good ring. I, I, I think you have the funds Alcoba for that. Alcoba Arena. Alcoba Arena. Joe, oh, make it happen. Oh. Can we make it happen? You better make a call. You the know what? Flames could be That actually has a really nice that ring does. to it. The AA, yes. Alcoba Arena. Oh, AA, my. it's not for a meeting. No, it's no, for basketball. no. You say, I'm Matt Warner, and I love college basketball. I'm Matt yeah. Warner. Yeah. That's yeah. actually good. Yeah. I'm Matt Warner, and I love college basketball. And I'm powered by yeah, Alcova and I'm Arena. Power- yeah. yeah. Alcova Arena. Boy, nice. Place a call, Joe. Yeah. You've got the power. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. La Tech. Here's the thing. I feel like I'm a broken record, but I keep saying it every week. Don't sleep on these guys. Yeah. Like, you look at what they've done this year. Hank Bachmeyer, their quarterback, transfer from Boise State. Good He's player. A good player. So a lot good. of success. They're that air, air raid offense. They yep. throw it all around. He's done really well for them uh, this season. You talk about just last week, they played a tight ball game. Uh, end up losing to our buddy Diego Pavia and crew in a mm. tight one down there. Yeah, that game-winning field goal with like that five was a to good play. game. Yeah, yeah that was a really out. good That's game. Uh, and in that game, Bachmeyer was very efficient in that one. 20-27, 238 yards and a touchdown. He was really good in the first half of that one. So he's good. You got the receiver, Smoke, which we talked about him. He's preseason all-conference. Smoke. smoke Harris, receiver, returner. He, yeah. He's pretty explosive. I think he's fifth in the conference in receiving yards, but dangerous in the return game. They average 242 passing yards per game, so they sling it around. Here's the here's the advantage for Liberty, and here's what should scare La Tech to death, is they are 123rd in the nation in rush defense. So they gave up they give up over 200 rushing yards Ouch. per game. Only yeah. seven teams in the country are worse Ouch. in rush defense than Louisiana Tech. I mean, I think that the, we know what Liberty's game plan has been throughout the course of the season. And I don't see any reason that changes podcast. here. If you can't step up and stop that Liberty run, as you mentioned, Joe, it's over. Right. Over. over. And so I think. Run between tackles and you can't stop it. Yeah. Over. They're right. going to be tested stopping Liberty's run. I think Liberty, and we've seen Liberty's defense struggle a bit the last two weeks against better quarterbacks. Yeah. 
they could be tested as well yeah. against the pass attack of Louisiana Tech. Yeah, they're also worse in red zone defense. So mm -hmm. if, if Liberty does run the ball down the field, it's going to be hard to stop them. And the red zone, they um, average 382 total offense per game. So wow. should be a great crowd, though. Lot, it should Homecoming, be a great Homecoming, it's supposed to be packed. Hey, so it should be got great. Got a lot of alumni day. in the, the weather. Great like, weather. Like 68, 70 p.m. kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it should be a good game. And we were just talking off camera with Coach McKay about how um, – Liberty is not in the top 25. Right. They're not ranked. So we thought you they look would at be. that. What's you look at that ranking? as. Is it it's like 28? Eh? I, I think, think it's 28. 28. They were yeah. a 27 yeah, they after last spot. week. Then you win your biggest game of the season against probably your best opponent yeah. of the season. And you actually slide it's a spot to 28, Joe. But we, we talked right. about that. That could Just be what happened water. above them in, in terms Just of the rankings. So. But you think that that's good for Jamie Chadwell and his message to I this do. team? I think it's, uh, here's what coaches love. They love when the preseason rankings come out and they're not picked to win the conference. They love that. They all say, oh, we don't care about this stuff. They love that to go, oh, see, hey, nobody believes. They love, oh, didn't crack top 25. You get one more week at least where you get to kind of play the – you know what? They they still don't believe. They still yeah. don't they still don't think. And honestly, coaches probably don't even have to say it that much. Players see this stuff. If you're a player, you're like, are yeah. you kidding me? 100%. You're coming off that huge win at Western Kentucky. You're all jacked up, like, we're this is it. We're gonna crack the top yeah. 25. We're up right on the doorstep. And then you're not, that chip gets yeah. a little bit right. bigger. At least for one more a, week. Yachtalk has a really good no respect speech. No, really? <laughs> I'll just give him the no respect give it, speech. Yeah, no, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to give the no okay. respect speech. No, but, okay. but, I mean, it's a, it's a locker room speech. Okay. I would get the boys fired <laughs> Okay. Okay. Maybe the Maybe. boys would be I'll, fired up. I'll yeah. talk to Brad Queen and see if he uh, Talk to Brad. Like they can get you in there. James, James, yeah. James. Yeah. James, yeah. James yeah. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Okay. Yeah. They change all the locks to the locker room. Yeah. 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 He just did like Just like dude, Yeah. Yeah. No, that won't be. Do enough. you have anything to say about Law Tech? Because I have a feeling that I'm going to win bold or we're going to do better in bold predictions because I mean, you haven't no. contributed anything. With Law Tech, <laughs> with here's what you're always going to have, yeah. right? When you get any schools from Louisiana, they're going to be loaded up with athletes, mm -hmm. right? Because they're going to get transfer kids in from you know LSU or you know some of the other schools in Louisiana, and that is a state that is loaded up with athletes. I think that is the rushing stat that you gave us. A good stat in Liberty's favor because that's obviously a big one. But whenever you play teams like this, and we noticed this from some of the other games, where you have a receiver, a quarterback, a running back, those guys can keep you into a game themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that is the fear with a school like La Tech is that you know across the board they're going to have really good players and really good athletes. And when that happens, you got to be fundamental. You got to stick to your discipline. Don't get me wrong. Liberty has really good players and really good athletes themselves. But you got to be fundamental, stick to your disciplines. And when you stick to your disciplines, that's how you beat those teams. Yeah. Well, and we've seen it with this defense specifically, very bendy, right? We say yeah. bend, but don't break. Yeah. They bend a lot sometimes, they but are able to fibers. come away with big plays. In the second half of that game against Western Kentucky, you lost that with a couple of blown coverages, yeah. and that yeah. led to those big scores. But Liberty, in general, does not give up that big play touchdown yeah. a whole lot on the season. They forced you to work your way down the field, and then they assume, and more often than not, they've been right, 
you're going to make a mistake somewhere along the way. And Liberty's been great yep. to take get, get the turnover, grab an interception when they get their hands on the ball. And that's the same way in a game like this. You have to hope for that. But, you, but I will say this also. is like you're skating on thin ice. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at some of the schools out there that get in these close games yeah. and they end up getting beat. Liberty's got into a couple of them and they've managed to pull it out. Yeah. And, you know, I look at a team like I remember last year, NFL stat. The Minnesota Vikings won like right. – 10 games on the last drive in one score, in one score yeah, games, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, then this year they've lost Flipped. a bunch yeah, of games. Flipped. Yeah. So that's my point is like, you got to be really careful. Oh, we're going along. We're eight. No, it's great. Well, now you run in and a ball doesn't bounce your way a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be in trouble. So once again, that goes back to fundamentals, like do your principled things, play your principal defense, clean up the mental errors. Like yeah. you said, the West Kentucky game, those touchdowns, like those weren't, like, hey, we just got beat. They're just physically better than us, right? No, it wasn't that. Those were mental errors. Mm-hmm. And it's good that you have the extra few days here since they played last in order yeah. to clean a lot of that stuff up. Right. I guess you can say the Flames have been playing with fire. <laughs> you, you, you could. <laughs> you could say that. You could say that. It's obvious. Um, yeah. yeah, you could. Uh, you guys are so mean. I laugh at all your stupid if jokes Joe said all it, the I time. I would have died laughing. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I Okay, Um, so you mentioned having the extra couple days. Is that what you think the focus was uh, for this team? Not only giving them a couple days off, which Coach Chadwell said that they were doing this weekend, but also just getting back into the normal routine. A, finally, I mean, don't get me wrong, midweek on the mountain was great. But finally, getting back to those Saturday games, your regular routine, getting some guys healthy. We'll have Tyron Dupree back from sitting out in that second half. You know he's such a leader on this defense. Could that have played a factor in, you know, the defense Mm kind of letting loose a little bit and not having that leader on the field of the second half? But the the, the, – which is a huge credit. Like, this is the first time – that Liberty's dealt with the whole month of entire month yeah. of October playing midweek games. Yeah. And they went through that undefeated. Yeah. Ni- what so, was I mean, it, that- 19 days? They had three games yeah. in 19 yeah. days. Yeah, so I mean, that says yeah. a lot. Like, that's a lot of change, a lot of different things. You know, it's great. I really enjoyed it, by the way. And, and But to get through that and to come out of it unscathed is great. And now you got the time to regroup. You got the extra few days here. You get to clean up the mental errors, you know. And you so get to be at home for three straight weeks. And you're, right. you're home for three straight weeks. So, you know, you get to really good just get into that routine. Up. And then, yeah, it is. You know, what, you know I know that we're looking down the road here, but the, the team that – I saw UMass play against New Mexico State early. I'm like, oh, my goodness. UMass they actually won this past week. Oh, they did win. They did. They but, snapped their seven-game losing but streak. But they were like, like – He's a, he's a UMass topic. reporter on We were just side. dogging them last <laughs> week, last week yeah. and then they pulled it But, up. I mean, to, to have Louisiana Tech, Old Dominion – UMass, yeah, right. And I thought, I mean, when I saw the UMass playing in Mexico, I'm like, this team's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're much improved, obviously. But this is a great stretch of games coming up. And they beat Army Phew. last week. They beat Army at Army, yeah, yeah. Wow. Right, so well, this is fun. Yeah. We'll have Richie McKay in just a moment, but it is tournament time for a lot of other fall sports. We'll start with men's soccer, which uh, in the Ohio Valley Conference, they lost Incarnate Word to end their regular season. So they will be the number three seed heading into the tournament, which Come will on, start on Sunday at Eastern Illinois. I believe I'm right. I believe I'm right on that. SIU. Yeah, I don't know. But. Yeah. Um, and then you have women's soccer beat La Tech uh, four to one. So hopefully that's just some foreshadowing for Flames football Might to close um, its regular season. Secure the number two seed and a bye. They'll play on Friday starting in the semifinal round. They will play the winner of Western Kentucky and La Tech. So 
You just came off beating La Tech, so obviously I would I would think that you would want to see them. They're one of their two conference losses this season was Western Kentucky. It was back on October 21st. They lost one nothing. So which, which by the way, uh, our girl scored two goals in that foreign game yes, that right. we had on yeah. uh, Ava Goodman, right? That's Goodman. who we had on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we don't, we have not been able to confirm if she has broken out the sweater weather celebration sweater weather yet. Celebration. Can you reach out, can Em? Can you out? find out if she's actually used that or not? We it's, need to, Spencer Beeman. Yeah, I gotta, we need to I find out if she's dialed. gone to the sweater yeah. weather. If not, that better. I better yeah. see it on she, Friday in the semifinals. She was great. She was great. She's terrified. Yeah. And then the CSA. simply ran out of pitch. I would love to do. What if we did? You know, See, you respond to that, but then my ESPN does those broadcaster crossover events where they have like your college basketball guys (laughs) to NBA games. What if we did a crossover event, but like we did soccer? I would love that. And we. I was talking his voice. He talked that. The ball's moved on the sidelines. Oh, he simply (laughs) ran out of pitch. You know what? I would have to get used to the Flames have. Yeah. No, the flame the Flames has is what they off. say. It's, that would be off. Yeah. I think their their grammar's a little backwards yeah. where if it's pl- well, plural, you, you gotta sing yeah. it. Do I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can do that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um all right. And then field hockey, regular season champs for <laughs> that's, that's right. a third straight year, right? They own the big east. Own the big east by stocking it. Um La Te- or no, I just What's did a field hockey. We know field hockey's ranked now. Sixth field- right now, I think. Come on. Let's go. Pack on defense showing up big. That's right. Um, yeah, Nikki and I have been talking a lot lately. <laughs> and oh we feel as if the program's head in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. And we're really trying to work, you know, some of the. It's a ball, right? She's the regular ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't even know what yeah, equipment they play with. Yeah, ball. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're getting a little deep. Yeah, guys, not get too deep in the crease. Yeah. Uh, in the circle. Yeah, it's not. a circle. Okay. Anyways, we got the program yeah. wrong. Anyway, Mickey yeah. and I Bottom feel confident line. that we got Bottom the program wrong. Okay, um, who is it? Uh, Jody Connolly. Jody Connolly. Is just scoring goals left and right. Yeah. I didn't check their last game, but they will play this Friday. Villanova. Villanova. They beat 6 0 so. earlier this year. All right, we'll see how that goes. You know what I'm very interested to know moving forward? What other programs are going to kind of look into this pack line line and and what Nikki's done this year with this team and see who implements that? Moving forward and how everybody they were. Everybody copycats. We, sh- we should tell. Everybody copycats. We got to tell Joe Pierre, do not give any, don't, don't answer any calls about that. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the pack line defense and. It. Oh, what a transition. Look good at job. That. Look at that. So good. Um, the pack line defense, basketball, all that. Let's get uh, in touch with head coach Richie McKay. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a master of the pack line defense. He's one of the best coaches in college basketball. Put him in a different conference, it doesn't matter. He's runner-up <laughs> behind Rajon Rondo on Emily's, Emily Austin's worst people to interview of all time. Oh. It is Grandpa oh. Richie McKay. What do you have against Rondo? What Rondo ever what? do to you? Rondo was not easy to interview. Okay, well. Remember when he fell in the shower and broke his hand, the same hand that you break, like, Punching. Yeah. Wait, that, that introduction you, that introduction went really high. Like, you know, when you're going to pump end. his tires, yeah. you pump his yeah. tires, and, and then, then it the, went the back down. Yeah. How long did you work on that? Actually, I, I wonder why she it. worked on Friday. That must now <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, now it makes <laughs> sense. First Friday, she's been there. Whole uh, two months, yeah. whole 15 yeah. minutes yeah. on Friday. Coach um, McKay, I really do miss you and basketball. 
How are you? Uh, I'm feeling very angelic. Yeah, right. This is embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, no, no I like that. That's great. You're the I only know. one who's in the spirit, yeah. and I appreciate that. That's terrific, yeah. boy. I, mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm well. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Loving that shirt. What's your best all-time Halloween costume I from back in the day? I don't do Halloween. Yeah. You don't dress up? Yeah. No, I'm talking about, like, Lil, Lil Richie McKay. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was a, long, a long time ago. <laughs> it's Reformation. Yeah, yeah so right. a little bit of a different off-season for you as a grandpa. Yeah, that's been uh, one of the joys of my life. Uh, little Anthony Joseph, we call him AJ. AJ. Yeah. He, uh, I know he's going to yeah. be a baller. Like, I can tell already. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, of course. But just play defense. Yeah. Well, that's right. You know, the McKays have never been known for the defense. <laughs> they just like to talk about it. <laughs> we yeah. talk about it. Do what I yeah. say, not what yeah, I do. Exactly. You know? yeah. But uh, yeah. no, I'm, I'm excited for Luke and Kate. They're uh, terrific parents, and uh, it is a blessing. Mm. So a new season, and I know you've been asked this question a million times, like, oh, no Darius McGee, what does that look like? Well, now we're right here on the doorstep of the season. How do you feel like this team is going to, how might it look differently this year without the greatest score that has ever come through, you know, this program? Yeah, make that a million and one. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, look, Darius, he's a, he's a generational player. Like, we, you just don't get many guys that have that kind of ability with that kind of humility and that much ownership in the team and its success. So uh, we miss him. And he was a security blanket in a lot of ways. You know, you, you don't have to draw up much for right, Darius McGee. Right. Uh, that being said, I think we had a tendency maybe in our uh, lighter moments that we would depend solely and maybe stand around and watch him do what he does. I, I think this team will have uh, a little more balance, a little more versatility, uh, I don't think we'll be as explosive offensively, uh, but I do think it will still be hard to guard. Yeah. That's more like a Liberty Flames, like, about, yeah. you know, before Rick, or, uh, Darius kind of took over and just started shooting. Uh, yeah, but every uh, single time he got the ball. I mean, uh, just the most selfish guy. Now, exactly. mind you, <laughs> I'm kidding. I think it's the highest rated Liberty basketball team yeah. we ever had last year. So, Darius did a lot for our program and not just on the floor. Like he right. is a really, really special teammate, great representative. He was about what we're about, the university, its mission. Uh, none of us are perfect, but uh, Darius certainly modeled, in my opinion, what it's, uh, what it's like to be a student athlete at Liberty and how you get the most out of your experience here. And he just signed a, a deal with the Pacers, right? He did. He signed what does that an, look like? an Exhibit 10, okay. which is kind of like uh, – it's better than just a normal G League contract because you get some rights to uh, the facility and maybe an opportunity to get a 10-day. Oh, and, nice. uh, and, he, and he's making yeah. good money. Yeah. Yeah. actually got to give him a Flames Club brochure. <laughs> yeah, right. Mike Hagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, step in. So yeah. what, what's your – tell us a little bit about your roster right now, the transfer-wise, recruit-wise, the guys you've brought in. What's that going to look like this year? Yeah, Joe, that's a that's a pretty open-ended question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> well, what do you got? What do you got? Well, if you get more you specific. You guys make fun of me not doing research. You, you Joe, Joe, Joe yeah, but we, he Joe did have breaking more, me, news let, with Nikki Parsley Blocker finding out about the pack line defense situation. Yeah, I, you know, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard, he was cold, yeah. totally I put kidding. that defense together. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Nikki and I put that together. Yeah. And you know what? And look how well they're doing. They're doing great. They're doing so maybe great. you should come help us a little bit. You, I can do that. I mean, we'll slap the floor, I'll tell you that. 
we will slap the floor. So the significance in slapping the yeah. floor is a correlation yeah. to yeah. better yeah. defense? Yeah. Hey, it's, it's coach, like, tell me about will, your entire I will teach roster. the intimidation factor. <laughs> right, yeah. no, no, you're okay with me. If you want to be more specific, you guys got the transfer kid in from Creighton, correct? Yeah, we actually have two yeah. transfers. It's been the first time we've been in the portal for a non-graduate transfer. And uh, Caden Matheny from Bowling Green, who is originally from Morgantown, West Virginia, we recruited a little bit. Um, really liked him out of high school. We had just gotten a commitment from another guard, so uh, didn't have room to continue recruiting him. And I was a little disappointed because I think he's a special player. Uh, so he's on board. He's doing great. And then Xander Yates, whose uh, dad actually played here. Steve played uh, uh, back in the day. I don't want to say the with year. With Naz, I think, yeah, with, right? Yeah. With Naz. Yeah, same, yeah. And uh, he, he didn't play much at Creighton, but he is certainly what we're about. Like, he's... He's a weapon for, especially offensively. Uh, so we really like the way those <clears throat> those guys have knitted into our fabric. And uh, I think our freshmen are going to be really good. It's just going to be hard for them because I think the guys that are returning are used to those minutes. Mm -hmm. Those returners have improved. So it will even be harder for them to get on the floor. So we may do some redshirting. Uh, we're not sure yet, but stay tuned. I guess that's a good problem to have. Right. And, Joe, if you do yeah. want to get to know these players, there's yeah. a new segment that Flame Central does. It's called The Players Lounge. There's also oh. a Twitter account for Liberty Men's Basketball. <laughs> By the way. Liberty the way. MBB. And you can get to know um, players we're, in The Players Lounge. We may be shooting a special Players Lounge this week with a with a new guest. So that keep an eye out for that. The Players Lounge, but maybe a coach. Maybe so. Oh. oh there's a Which, by the way, Coach, I want to get into this. <laughs> I went out to McKay Madness yeah. on Friday night. Yeah. Took Jack out there. Yeah. And I think it should have been branded Gabriel McKay Madness. That, oh. I'm telling you, here's uh, how it he went has, down. Oh, Little yeah. lull, whatever. What happens? No. G just takes the microphone, and he just ran the second <laughs> half of that thing. Like, just took over. Took it, over. it was fantastic. Super shy. He started yeah. to come out. It, it was like he's, he just noticed, like, somebody needs to step. Let me take it. And that maybe that's leadership, right? You want to see that out of your guys. <laughs> Are you surprised? No, not one bit. Not one Shocked. bit. Not one bit. That was a lot of fun. I heard about it. I actually uh, couldn't be there for the duration of it, but uh, I heard about it, and then I looked at my phone uh one something in the morning, and he was talking about the NIL deal that he needs now. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> quickly it escalates. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah. 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 You go to money fast. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. Right. exactly. Um, so what can you tell us about CUSA? The preseason uh, rankings have Liberty finishing first, tied with Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Uh, do you address that with the team? Like, hey, new conference, a lot of newness. Uh, this is just preseason or your, your guys? We, we don't that. address it. Like, I, I'm sure our guys uh, are thankful that we're recognized that way. A lot of it has to do with the guys that have gone before the players that we have now and the guys that are on our roster. They've worked hard to compete on a regional and maybe even national level. But it, the conference is so unknown. Like, I, there's only two of the coaches that are in the league that I've even coached against. And I, I'm not as familiar with the individual players. So I, I do think it's a... It's a conference that has a little more of a propensity to recruit junior college and transfers. So they'll be older, they'll be more athletic, a little more length and size. So we'll see how we do. I, I like our group, though. I, look, everybody likes their team right now because mm -hmm. there's there's no one that is uh, judging the outcome of the scoreboard. And uh, and uh, maybe if you have a, another interest in the outcome of the score. And uh, typically when that happens, you get a lot of uh, – criticism and or praise. And one of the things that we really tried to be foundational 
in the building of our program is having a right placed identity. And we know who we are. We, we know where identity lies. And I, I feel like for us to be at Liberty, it's a privilege. And I think our guys, regardless of where they're predicted or um, how they perform, heck, we're all hardwired for glory. So we want to perform well, but we don't want to chase the wrong glories. And I think for our group, uh, they do a fabulous job of manifesting that. We got a question from from one of our, our viewers or listeners. Actually, another one from Idaho. We are, I don't know if you know this, we're huge in Idaho. <laughs> huge <laughs> in Idaho. Multiple people know. that are big fans from, from the state of Idaho. I eat a lot of potatoes, though. So, <laughs> so I don't know how, how to put that. It's a mailbag. It's coming out of mailbag. Our buddy Christian, he sent a question when we said that we were going to have you on. And I think it's a question a lot of people kind of have on their mind as you move into a new conference. And we feel like Commerce USA will be a step up from what we've experienced. Is it possible? Do you see a path for an at-large coming out of this conference? And maybe it's hard to say right now, but as you know the history of these programs yeah. a little bit, down the line, do you think that's a possibility? Yeah. And Joe, maybe you should spend some time with Christian. That's yeah. a really Christian, good question. Good job, Christian. <laughs> we need well to get him on the show. Yeah. Well job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I think that's the hope. I think there, uh, last year the league was ranked, I want to say, as high as ninth or 10th in, uh, in the nation, which is... Asun was, uh, I want to say, Stop 18th or 19th. Stop you stuff. Get um, with that. Yeah. What, what, what is that? I don't That's know. That's an owl. Yeah. Okay. That she claims. So every time she, okay, we say FAU, she does Georgia that. Attack. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, they left the conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you guys have an extra seat on the plane going down to FAU when you play them, them yeah. that would be a – we don't play them. They're not in the conference anymore. But oh. You do it's play okay. them non-con. Are those in your – oh, that's true. Oh. oh. Whoa. She just shut Whoa. you down. Back up. I have a boxing costume over there. <laughs> Let's get back to the question. <laughs> Let's go back to Okay, yes. sorry. Stop with all the jib and jab. I think it's the hope that uh, we're competitive enough in the non-conference that – you know, because of the level of play that one through nine in our league has, we we hope to maybe have a second bit. It's getting harder and harder for the mid-major, though, not to put that out there as right. an excuse as to why we want this or that. Uh, but and when you get to a certain point as a mid-major, we've experienced this, no high majors want to schedule you. And if I was at a high major, I get it. There's, when you have however many 18, 20, maybe even 22 in the future conference games, and those games are all quad, quadrant ones or twos. What's the motive in scheduling a mid-major that you could lose to, and uh, and that would maybe thwart some of your your uh, postseason opportunities? So I I get it. It's the nature of the beast. We've tried to schedule aggressively. Uh, no one wants to come to Liberty Arena anymore, but uh, it's all good. We we do have a pretty competitive non-conference schedule, and I hope that prepares us well for the league. Yeah, do you feel like this is the toughest non-conference schedule you've had? I mean, you FAU, Charleston, you get in that, that little event. Yeah. Well, you get Alabama again. Grand Canyon is coming here. That'll be a good one. This is – Yeah. I, we, we have at least five NCAA tournament teams from last year on our non-conference schedule, depending on who we play in Myrtle Beach. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, again, if you're going to do well in March, which is the time of year you want to be playing your best, you've got to – you have to have experienced the hard. And uh, Monty Williams always says, on the other side of hard is usually what you want. So I think it's good to test our group. Uh, I don't know how many games we'll win, and I'm not a predictor of that, but I do think it'll prepare us well for our league. So, Coach, when you have, you know, a team, when you go from a from a coaching standpoint, from Darius, you had Darius, and then now you're going back to, like you say, a more rounded type of basketball team. Do you, what 
personally do you prefer to coach? Do you like having that one guy who's the superstar and like, and he's there to always, you know, take you to the next level? Or would you rather say, hey, maybe not have that direct superstar, but a great, good group of guys with a lot of depth? What is your person and your staff say your personal preference to be able? And, and what have you coached throughout the years? I'm sure you've had a little bit of both. Yeah, really good question. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's not often, like I mentioned, you get a Darius McGee or a Joe Yacht pickleball. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like That's I, a fair statement. Yeah. The, I yeah, mean, yeah. those elite players only come yeah. around so often. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, Are you sure but, David Pollock but, handed it to uh, him? Oh, well, yeah. I, uh, I did hear it. I had lunch <laughs> with uh, David Pollock, and uh, he had mentioned that he kind of dominated, other than the older gentleman that plays. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Joe Yock. Dougie. Oh, oh, but, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, other older. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he especially mentioned his outcome with you. But anyway. He did? He, he did? He did, yeah. Do you we, wanna... we don't need to get into that now. Okay. We don't need to get into yeah. that. Should, should we get him back? He's getting really fired up. Yeah. I, can, I can see his blood start to boil. Feel free to do that if you like. Yeah. We can go to Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Coach. Sorry, Coach. Sorry, Coach. Go ahead. Sort of subject, though. Yeah, I, I think you in your recruiting, you're always trying to find the, the best player you can that fits into your university and uh, in your program. So uh, our, we didn't think Darius was going to be the all-time leading right. scorer, like a 5'9", 150-pound yeah, kid. Yeah, didn't realize what you had. <laughs> no, right. but, uh, but he worked himself into being a great player, and I hope it speaks to our commitment to development. And do I think there's some other guys out there? Well, I want to say 10 out of our last 10 starters have been offered pro contracts so i think wow. it wow, speaks to we we've been able to to produce some guys or develop some guys within a system that give them an opportunity to continue their basketball dreams and uh i, I don't know if i have a preference as to the kind of structure of a given team i love the challenge the puzzle it is to see if yeah. you can get everybody connected on both ends of the floor and playing a style that's selfless and uh, and fun to watch fun to play in yeah. And I think I think we've done a little bit of that since we've been here. And you know what makes a great coach is being successful doing both style yeah, teams, that's right. and that's what we have in Richie McKay. Oh, um, where can we get this awesome style. shirt? Are you guys selling? I, I want one of those, uh, and I'm sure a lot of our viewers and listeners yeah. is it an exclusive. Uh, I, there, it's accessible for anyone that's in the JPL. The oh, yeah. oh wow. okay, no women allowed. Well, uh, yeah, I was wearing. You guys did a few years back the the Coach McBuckets T-shirts. Uh, oh. Every time I wear that in the gym or something yeah. like that, people always stop me. Yeah. Who is he? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> it might be a little well, bit. I've got to explain myself. I've yeah. never Coach, gotten anything from men's speaking basketball. Speaking of scheduling, there yeah. is a certain crew out in uh, Huntington, Indiana, and the yeah, NAI heard, crew, the, the Huntington Foresters and Corey Alford, they are, they they say, he they don't understand why you've been ducking them all this year. Ducking them? Yeah, <laughs> that's the rumor around town. That Can we get them on the schedule next year for the Flames? You make your commitment <laughs> with that camera. You make your commitment to that yeah, camera right now for next year. The moment There's his dad back. schedules us, yeah. we'll oh, schedule them. Oh, great call. I like it. Yeah, there you yeah. go. You know, we were yeah. last time his dad schedule yeah. so. Okay. We're really good friends, and uh, I got a lot of love for yeah. that family. Sure. Yeah, the Alford family are good people. Yeah, great people. Yeah. I can't believe it. Next Monday, men's basketball season tips yeah. off right yeah. here. Well, it's the only reason I'm on America's the show. America's broadcast. Right. You, you get on the show for either season beginning or an NCAA tournament, and that's why uh, the well, last Well, you know when you'll be invited back. Listen, <laughs> listen, though. If you need more Richie McKay in your life, you're going to be on the pregame show, I believe, for the our Flame Central game day show. Yeah. 
on Saturday, I've been told. I Have am. you been told that? It might be a surprise to you. Maybe I ruined it. We'll but I believe, yeah, I believe Coach McKay is joining for Flamesville game day as well. I'll look forward to that. Yeah. I've yeah. got a lot of insights on uh, football. We expect and you to break it down. Yeah, yeah. We got the Players Lounge. If you want to get to know some of the new guys, head out. over to uh, Liberty Men's Basketball Twitter account for that. Maybe we'll have more of those Players Lounges moving forward. We need to get some features going for men's basketball season. Caillou. Making that transition Coach, more already, than 8,000 miles away from home. Can I tell you? And I just see him on his little bird scooter overlooking all the treetops, seven-footer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my god. he's already a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. At, at McKay Madness. Is he? He was very quickly oh, yeah. became a fan favorite. What did he say in the players' lounge of what he eats at the Rye? Fish, fish, fish heads. Yeah, fish, fish heads. And I'm just. <laughs> he, uh, fish heads. He later <laughs> said, because the guys were ribbing him about yeah, that. Where yeah. do you get that? He yeah. said. No, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking for the fish head soup at the, yeah. at the Rock, the you're dining center, it's not there. Yeah, you go to the back door. Let yeah. me tell you about this. Kai, Caillou is the sweetest soul. Like, I love that kid. He is, he is, and he tries so hard in his English, his communication. You can't help but to smile when you're around him. And he's so grateful. His parents have done it. That's the beauty about being here and especially in our program. Our, the families of our guys they are awesome, and uh, I, I can't wait for Kai's parents to come over and see him play. And uh, we need to keep working on his, uh, his translation because he thinks score the ball means shoot the three. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thought you meant shoot the three. There's some oh, U.S.-born players that also struggle with that. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. true. But what, I mean, how brave to move so far away from home, not knowing the language, but what better place to be than Liberty where you have that family atmosphere yeah. because – it's already, I mean, so you get cool homesick enough. It's so cool you know, seeing how the guys transition. interact with him. Yeah, like being own. at some practices and stuff. Like they care so much about including him, number one, yeah. and just trying to help him along. It's just really cool. And it speaks a lot to the type of guys you have in the program. Yeah, I, I mean, let's put yourself in his shoes. Like if we went over to China and they asked us to speak some Mandarin or at least right. interpret or translate it, it would be really difficult. We couldn't do it without an yeah. interpreter. And Curdy Blair especially who's just a freshman. Like, he'd take him to every class. It was, it was really special to watch. So we love Kai. He's, uh, he's going to be really good for us. I don't know when, yeah. but he's going to be really good for us. He's still got to learn what it means to show on a ball screen. So I'm practicing my Mandarin, too. Oh, yeah, and, good. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, How's that coming? Your, uh, <laughs> That's ni Nihama. Nihama! What exactly does that mean? It means, hello, how are you? Oh, hello, oh, Nihama. Man. No well, wonder he's having trouble with the ball state. That's all you know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's yeah. He's like, I know, Coach, no, I'm yeah, fine. No, hey, 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 good to see you, too. Nihama. <laughs> yeah. I love being on the Flame Central Podcast. <laughs> all right, yeah. Flame Central Podcast, powered by Alcova Morgan. We didn't even have to ask. That's a pro. He's just a pro. almost too easy. If you want to make the NCAA tournament, we'll have you back. Thanks so much for coming. No, I'm just joking, Coach. Really excited about the season. Get out there to support your Flames on Monday night at Liberty Arena. Can't believe it's already – we say this every year. It's already basketball season, Great. but it should be a lot of fun with this new team. So, we're excited. I can't wait for halftime. <laughs> I'm going to have to use I think you'll be safe room. game one. I think you'll be yeah, – yeah, I think you'll be safe. Yeah, that is one of the – the most challenging parts of my job. It's like, <laughs> me and you know, yeah. I think we've talked about this before. I'm going to actually say that. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, Grandpa McKay. Uh, Nihama. Uh, but I do hope you open up your first interview with Grandpa yeah. McKay. Yeah. Yeah. I will. But then I'm like, okay, I'm going to be really serious this, this question. And then coach is just off the rails trying to make some sort of 
making fun of my my dog sweater that I spent $200 on. And then if I'm like, you know what, I'm going to totally joke, then he's like, are you really watching the game? Did you just have to think for an entire half of no that wins. was your question? So You put her in no-win situations. Yeah, you know, it's a lose-lose. Some people say that she had it coming. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I what I think it. it's great. It. So, yeah, we love it. Again, runner-up for my favorite coach on campus. Uh, coach McKay, thanks so much for your time. Great to have you. The pleasure's mine. Thank you. What a great sport Coach McKay is. He's, you know, he know gives me a hard time. We on. give him a hard time. It's just all good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody Gra gives me I'm, a hard time. Yeah. Grandpa McKay. Um, if you're having a hard time looking for a home and, and trying oh. to buy a home, oh, yeah. this is your cue. I have a guy yeah. for you, and it has to do with Yacht Talk, baby, Alcova Mortgage. Bam. Alcova Mortgage, Friends of Liberty program. Up so. to five thousand dollar lender credit will make sure that you're in the right program, save you the most amount of money. But a five th up to five thousand dollars lender credit towards your closing costs. That's not Jeffrey dollars. No, that's, that's not cold cash. cash. That, Matt wants to pay in cold cash. Money? I'll be glad. Not monopoly money. Oh. I'll be glad to pay him in cold cash. But we're gonna do it in real money for you. <laughs> you pay me right? Chick Fil A gift cards. Chick Fil A <laughs> gift cards. We'll yeah. do that for Matt Warner. But for you, five thousand dollars potentially of cold hard cash. All you have to go at a new website. Yeah, do, you, do you have it? What is it? Do you know it? I mean, it's literally AlcovaMortgage.com really slash Liberty. That's you it. can't is that remember? what it is? Alcova. Oh, good. Thank you, Emily. Go to, I, go, Emily, go to the camera, Emily. Go, Emily. Tell me what AlcovaMortgage.com. No, it's not Alcova Mortgage. It's I'm sorry. Alcova.com slash Liberty. Yes. That's where you're going to get $5,000 real money. Alcova.com slash Liberty. Alcova.com slash Liberty. You couldn't even remember that. And that takes you right there where you can, all you do is go there. Boom. Done. It's almost... Too easy. Too, Too easy. easy. Um, so excited for basketball season. Be Can't sure wait. to hit Liberty Arena for that first game um, on they're Monday. Gonna, they're going to be yeah, good. Be I'm good. telling you right now, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm for Richie. He doesn't like hearing that. They have a chance to be pretty good. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it I'm going to show us conferences and yeah. how good these are. You can be yeah. good, but yeah. I think it's going to be tough. Especially early in the season, just yeah. tracking like these non-commerce games from teams within the Conference USA, just to kind of gauge, like, all right, who, who's actually good? A lot of turnover in the conference. Uh, you know, some new teams, obviously. So, yeah, it'll be a lot to figure out in non-commerce play who's actually yeah. good. Should be exciting. All right. Um, let's move back to uh, football. Week 10 CUSA games. Just real quick, going through this, Jack State at South Carolina, Kennesaw State at Sam Houston, Middle Tennessee at New Sam Mexico Houston, State, so Western Kentucky yeah, at UTEP. Cool. So, really, the game here that sticks out to me is that Middle Tennessee – um, New Mexico State, right? Because they could beat them. Western Kentucky yeah. should take care of UTEP, and you're kind of looking at State's Western Kentucky and New Mexico State to make State. sure they're still in play for the conference. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so New Mexico up. State can't yeah. slip up. Um, Middle Tennessee is one who, and three in CUSA who play. Who wins the tiebreaker between Western Kentucky and New Mexico State? It depends. They, they play they, the week they, of the 11. They haven't played each other. They, they will. I no. They they, oh, so yeah. that's going to so that, that's going to pretty be right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, like we said, the Flames could secure uh, home field advantage for that conference championship How game with one more conference win. It could happen this Saturday on the mountain. So, uh, you know, kind of hoping for that. All right, let's get to bold predictions. We talked a it's lot about those. bold and their predictions. It's the Snell scoring system is real. I just, I just want to put everyone at ease. I did get an email from Jeff Snell. He's okay. He, had, he is okay. He had sent oh, it from man. a wrong email address or it got sent to the wrong place. He's okay. That's the first thing. Yeah, we want to make sure. That's good to I know. Hear. Number two. <laughs> I was worried about that. Equally Fair as good. Equally as good. My math was correct. So I did... He, and he said, you know what? The system runs itself. And that's what he said. And he's right. He's right. So, uh, I love it. So handled that. We're good. So Joe and I split I up. I don't point. like the fact that you have the keys to the system, though. 
You know what I'm you saying? Don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. I want Jeff to run the system well, because I, I think with you right. having the keys to the system, you can alter things. And I, we don't need that. This has to be fair. Jeff right. runs the system. Yeah, it's his system. <laughs> uh, Jeff also, and you know what? I it's forgot. I think I forgot to actually uh, send it to this email address. He has developed a tiebreaker system, and it is Leave extensive. No stone it's extensive yeah. to say the least. Uh, it involves. Well, one of the tiebreakers, if you get far enough down, is a 50-yard a dash uh, between the two people that tie. Wow. If you get further down, this is like the sixth or seventh tiebreaker. It Do you think you could beat me in a 50-yard dash? It's Kill simply, you. It's Joe Yonk, you would tear it in Achilles in a second. But you know I what? He would, drag, he would <laughs> drag myself across that finish line. Yeah. Hammies and quads. That's what I'm worried it, about. If it's the tiebreaker continues, it eventually gets to he had just the – the most productive or highest, you know, sales from an Alcova mortgage employee oh, yeah. that they would just win. Not even any of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> whoever has had the best month in the office, they just win. So okay, it's, extensive. it's extensive. It's we extensive. Gotta close I got it, bro. You want me to start? Go. Let me start. start bold bold prediction, prediction against uh, against La Tech. I have three players go over 100 yards rushing. Liberty wins. We want the pen. Three over. Liberty 100. wins 38-24. Wow. I think you get Salter, you get Cooley, you get Billy Coolhand Lucas. Finally, with a little extra rest, maybe he's back to his explosive self, and they all three go over 100. So seven times four. I'm going to throw I'm gonna throw a <laughs> monkey wrench Do it. into that. Okay. I'm going to say Aaron Night-Night Bedgood. Oh, Bedgood. Aaron Night-Night Bedgood yeah. scores a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, and goes for – Combined receiving and rushing of over 150. Okay. So I'm giving two touchdowns and over 150. Well, I, that's and what and I, he tells the, he tells Louisiana Tech, night night. Shouldn't that be his thing? He should do the little Steph Curry when he scores. Yeah. He does a little night little, night. Little, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I could use it. That would get me back into the fantasy Aaron, race if he did that. Night yeah. night, bed good. Right. Well, speaking of fantasy, wait, what's the score prediction? Have... Oh, the Flames win a close ball game. Oh, okay. A really close ball game. Wow. 31-30. Whoa. So we get a little middle of Tennessee action. Yep. 31-30. Which, by the way, the line I'm seeing right now is Liberty by 16 and a half. So just put that out there. That's a big line. That's a big line. That's more than I thought. Okay. You know why that is? They can't stop the run. They can't stop the run. We'll find out. Em? They, could, they couldn't okay. stop a herd of rushing turtles. That's Joe's favorite line. That's, uh, okay. Um, you really would line. actually be yeah. hey. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. yeah. Hear that one for five minutes. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that the defense holds them to she's going 250 to yards. Total yards. Total. So their average total offense is 382. Okay. That's, that's right. bold. That's so I defense, mean, they're, they're, defense, they're passing average is 240. Defense says so. we've got a little something yep. to prove. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the offense through. scores four rushing touchdowns. Oh, wow. You're getting it. This is a lot. Yeah. And that's it. And then that's my good. score is 38-17. Oh, they handle them. Yeah. Okay. They cover yeah. the spread. Right. And they can't stop the run. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know how. All right. And All right. That's good. All right. Uh, we're going to go back into the mailbag. I know we dipped in it with Coach McKay, but we'll go back in because we have one more, right? Every time yeah. I may use my mailbag. Mailbag! Yeah. Go, Matt. 
Uh, our buddy, uh, this is from Thomas. I don't compliment you a lot, but I really like do it. love that. Thank you. By Thomas says, do you see any of the last four regular season games being a trap game? Or maybe a better way to ask you would be, which of the final four games do you feel OU. like is the one that you circle as? Ooh, that one worries me the most. I think ODU. ODU. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's not a trap game. What, yeah. I call, what I define as a trap game is a trap game to me is somebody that you should beat. Like UMass would be probably UMass better, is a better tra oh, Old okay. trap game. Old Dominion's good. Like the they just almost beat JMU. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, I mean, they have a good – I don't put that trap game category. But here's what I would say to that. Yeah. I would say we're past trap games. Okay. We've had our trap games. Yeah. Right? Sam Houston State was a trap game. Yeah, Middle Tennessee State was a trap game. No, Jacksonville State. Well, I know they're good, yeah, but, Jacksonville but like State, coming maybe. in that quick turnaround and the, the yeah, the quick days. turnaround. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. That the the quick turnaround does. But I think we're through trap games now. That's why it's so good to survive. You know, Kobe Singleton knocking down three passes against Houston State yeah. was surviving a yeah. trap game. Right. Right. Middle Tennessee State playing so bad defensively until the fourth quarter was had trap games. So I think we've survived the trap games. We'll be well prepared. And I think the, the, the kids will play very well throughout the rest of the season. Now, this is the time of year what you worry about is when guys are banged up. Mm. You know, and you start getting injuries. If you you gotta you gotta keep the your key guys together and not get peeled back. When you get banged up, that's when you can have some I kinda some like I know we didn't really have I guess a true bye week because it wasn't ever a full week, right? Didn't because we of the way because uh, we, we did. Well, no, one, one we went from Saturday to the, the following Thursday. Yeah, I think you're so right. we didn't quite make it all the way back. Right. So, so we've had two kind of yeah. semi bodies semi but right. it came. What was it, after four weeks, and then after four more. So it's kind of like if you're gonna get those, yeah. you they're coming at good yeah. times. It's yeah. almost like yeah, third of the way through the season, two thirds of the way through the season. But I hope we don't have trap game. Right. I, don't, I think we, we should we should move past that. All right, last thing. Wait, who was our final game? This? Oh, UTEP on the road at UTEP. Yeah. That's Thanksgiving weekend. Okay, that's where I was. Last question. We kind of touched on this. This is from Charles. He's frustrated about us not getting ranked this year. Do you, he asked, does that as a player start to discourage you that you feel like you just can't get the recognition you deserve? And he even asked, how does that affect recruiting if we keep not being ranked or how much could it affect it if we did get in the rankings. I think that if you just handle your business, I think first it it just continues to motivate you as a player. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not going to rank us. Like, let's just beat up on some more teams the rest of our schedule. But I think if you just handle your business and you um, win that conference championship, you're going to get in a good bowl game. That is what helps recruiting is getting in a good bowl game, winning a bowl game, winning, winning a, a conference, conference championship. championship. Yeah. So I, I don't think so. I think that everyone really that understands football and scheduling that – there's, that's the reason why Liberty's not ranked. And what we said earlier about what all the other teams above Liberty did in the rankings this week had a huge impact on why Liberty, I don't think, moved up to the top 25. Here's, here's the thing. is The question that you're asking is this. Yeah. And where Liberty's gotten their program to the point of, you're asking the question, what respect are we getting on a national level? That's ultimately what you're saying when you yeah. get into that yeah. top 25. You're sitting undefeated. What respect? We deserve more respect on a national level. I think for the players, and the, fan, the, the fans, eh, a little different, but for the players, that it helps you. Because ultimately, Liberty's taken their program where they're cracking through the door, and, and Coach Freeze had him in the top 25 You know, at the end of the season. They're cracking through the door to be respected at a national level. If – 
you can go, the motivation is to go undefeated. So you're better off having a chip on your shoulder now, going undefeated, cracking into the top 25, right? Now you start getting respect on national level. Then you play a big name team potentially in a bowl game. And if you can go undefeated, win that bowl game, and you're 13-0 and you have a signature win over a, in a bowl game over a team that is nationally has respect, yeah. then now you're just taking the next step to your program, which is the college football playoff gets expanded to 12 teams. You go in the next season. You're going in recruiting in the offseason, into the transfer portal in the offseason, saying, here we are at 13-0. Here we are at finish 2018, whatever it is. Yeah. We're starting to get national respect. We do this again next year. You got a chance to play in the college football playoffs. Yeah. So Whoa, I think that I is think, a bold prediction. I right think there. from a trajectory standpoint, you're in, they're in a good place. Right. Liberty's mm -hmm. in a good place right now. Yeah. yeah. Let win your games. Play somebody on national level in a bowl game. And let it work. Let it sort itself. And out. give Joe some credit because he said this even going back to before the season even began in talking about the playoff expansion that you felt like a team like Liberty. You almost have to prove it one year, like 100%. put yourself in the That's conversation to set yourself up going into next season. And then it's easier to make that that yeah. jump because then people are like, aren't like, who is this team? They're like, oh, yeah, they were ranked last year. You've already proven, yeah. you know, you it, have credibility going into next year already. It, and that's why the biggest game of the season, if you can finish out, yeah. right, go, go win your conference and win the championship, and you're undefeated. The biggest, if you want to go college football playoff, next step, yeah. okay, it's winning that bowl game. Well, because you of know who what you happened Cause, last cause, time they were undefeated going to a bowl game? Liberty played and won. Yeah, well, that was yeah, Coastal, <laughs> right? Remember, yeah, Coastal yeah, was coastal. undefeated. But that, that's my point is that But if you can do it, because what is what do they want from a college football playoffs perspective? They want to be able to look back at some points. Have they ever had a signature win? Right. So if you're talking national level, you know, don't even a conference USA is great, but national level, is there a signature win within the conference? No, there's not. So at some point, somewhere along the line, you have to point to a signature win. Well, they and just had two or three signature wins last season. If the, what you're saying. Well, yeah. No, I'm talking about getting a plus. You're correct. Like I, last season, I understand, season, but they beat what it. they did last season should be give them. Well, you now know, you're going back two years. So I, but no. I'm talking about for this year. Yeah, but how it, they should, finish, should that give how them? How they finish last okay, season? Okay, I do understand that, and what you could. On, and another the, yeah. another yeah, and point you lost, can make is they lost fifty percent of their roster, so. and they lost Toledo in the yeah. in the in the bowl game. So my That's point true. is that if you go undefeated, you have a signature win a bowl game over a you know whoever it may be, yeah. who knows, um, and then you go into the next season, you do the same thing again. Now you are dead in the conversation, no doubt whatsoever. So you don't have to worry about rankings right now. That's my Exciting. point. And you're right. If you do that, like recruiting gets a and whole then your recruiting lot gets so much easier better. going into next year when yeah. you can actually, like you said, put that out there, like. You're not just coming to play to get program. You're coming to a program that has a, a legitimate yeah. shot at a playoff appearance. Well, yeah. and think about how much easier it's going to be for them to recruit because they're not making that transition and all that newness. Right. Of, of, they've already won here. Right. They've won yeah. here and they are settled and they've gotten their families moved. Yeah. And there's just a lot that goes into making such a big yeah. jump. Um, they've been powered by Alcova. And they've been powered Thank by you. Alcova Mortgage. Hey, yeah. um, Don't remember, let that go under the radar. Don't, don't, let, that, yeah. don't forget, you can be a part of the show if you want to send in any questions, comments, criticism. Flame Central at liberty.edu. We actually send all the criticism to spam. But if you want to um, add a question or anything, we'd be happy to answer it, send you a mug.
Yeah. Anything else you got? Because we got to wrap this up. No, Get out to the mountain this Saturday yeah. for homecoming and yeah. cheer on the yeah. Flames to victory over Las Vegas. Basketball Heck. Monday, Flames Central game day pregame show for football. If you're not in the stadium, even if you are, pull it up, watch it. Um, that is on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, yep. streaming live um, an hour before kick. So I believe that's 5, 5 p.m. So, all right, for Joe and Matt, I'm Emily. We'll see you next week. Happy Halloween.